really believe, I don't think, I really believe that consistency is key in everything. Consistency has led me here, and if I'm consistent, it'll take me, you know, to the next level that I want to go to. So just be consistent, be persistent at learning, and just do something that you're passionate about. Even if, don't, you know, start without thinking about, oh, I can make money doing this. Just start doing something that's not work-related, and you'd be surprised what you learn about yourself and other things. What's up, guys? I'm Tiffany Para, and welcome to episode 12 of the Real Talk series, where I go Instagram live every week and do Real Talk topics with different guests for you guys to watch live and in person on Instagram every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time and 9.30 Eastern time. So if you're definitely interested in checking that out, make sure to check out the show notes below where I'll have my Instagram profile linked. You can follow me and get updates as to when I'm going live and also find out every week uh, who the guest is going to be and kind of what their bio is and kind of the topics and agenda of what we'll talk about. And so for this week, it was episode 12 of the Real Talk series, and I decided to feature a friend of mine named Omar Prestwich. He's the current social media community manager at K-Swiss. I met Omar back in November at an amazing event called Build Your Empire. Shout out to Casey Adams. He's the one that puts on these events. There's actually one coming up in January if you're interested in checking that out. It's kind of like a mastermind event where you can learn about different topics like e-commerce, cryptocurrency. It's a really exciting place to meet a lot of talented creators. And so I connected with Omar there, uh, also visited him on a trip to LA. And now we kind of decided to collaborate on some content and go Instagram live together. For this Instagram live, we talked about Omar's background. Um, You know, he previously had created a music label named Damn Sun and worked with some really cool artists like X and G. Um, And for from that, he gained some really great experiences in marketing, photography, and overall content creation, which has now led him into his current role heading up social at K-Swiss. Um, so it's been amazing to kind of hear more about Omar's journey, how he got his start, and to see where he is today. The progression is very real. So just so you guys know, for reference, there was a couple technical difficulties while recording this episode, which is why you can kind of hear that jump cut in the middle. I really wanted to spare anyone listening to the podcast version um, some of the audio that we had to undergo in order to get the interview. Um, But I'm really happy overall that we were able to get a successful interview in. And we still got like 20 to 30 minutes of content. So really great. And I'm always honored to work with someone talented like Omar. So to give you guys a rundown of the agenda and what we talked about, we talked about Damn Son, uh, Omar's music label, the lessons he learned from working with artists and the business side of music. We talked about his current uh, role in life at K-Swiss, uh, his perspective on where social media is today. And also we talked about, you know, picking big figureheads. Right now, K-Swiss is pretty much killing the game in terms of their influencer marketing from working with people like Lil Jupiter to Gary V and kind of, you know, what's the process uh, to start collaborating with such big names within certain cultures. And then we also talked about obviously 2019 goals for K-Swiss as well as personal growth for Omar. So it was a great episode. Um, As you can hear in that clip, Omar is really passionate about entrepreneurship and the lessons that can come from entrepreneurship. So I definitely can vouch for the fact that passion projects have 
taught me a lot of amazing skills that I wouldn't have learned either in the classroom or in my day-to-day job. And it's been amazing to kind of just grow outside of, you know, the necessary work that you're required to do. So I would definitely recommend uh, starting a business or starting a project and just seeing where it takes you. So I'm going to let the beat drop and you guys can listen to Real Talk number 12 really not about old who are you and how old are you it's really how much time have you spent on a given platform my i think my one piece of advice especially for young people is just like every day try and figure out how the world works compared to changing the future of somebody and doing it for the greater good that is in my opinion the best idea i've ever come up with okay okay now Let's do this. What? That's uh, crazy. I, I don't know how that just happened. This but. Would be great. So for some of the people that are joining, Tiffany um, and I are doing her podcast. It's called Real Talk. Yes. Well, the podcast is called Work in Progress, but the series is like the Real Talk series. Oh, my gosh. My phone just fell. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, my phone just fell. <laughs> well, this is live, guys. This is live. Hold on. Let me make sure that doesn't happen again. Yep, yep, yeah, we can only go up for me. <laughs> You're good. Right, Dope. Hold on, let me and uh, I'm at the K-Swiss podcast group. Oh, super official. Okay, all right, we're good now. All right, we're good now. So, yeah, Omar, um, let me just make sure I'm recording. I am. But, yeah, yeah, uh, do you want to talk about like, the Real Talk series is kind of just where I go Instagram live with different people. Um, it's part of the Work in Progress podcast. It's kind of like my intro into live streaming because... I just started live streaming 12 weeks ago. So, you know, it's been a fun process. And I know Omar and I met at the Build Your Empire event. Shout out to Casey. So happy about that. And thank you for doing this, Omar. I know you're a busy guy. No worries. I'm super, super stoked to be on here. What up, Coco Love? <laughs> cool. So you, I don't know how this works. I know you want to ask me some questions. Yeah. And I'm down to answer everything that I can value to you and some of the people watching. Yeah, let's and do it. If, if you guys want to chime in and ask some questions, like please do it. Um, the, the main bullet points, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Tiffany, but you want to know a little bit about my past as far as like I started a record label. It's called Dance on Music. And then, you know, how that opened up a few doors for me. And now I'm working here at K-Swiss. Yeah, yeah. So the agenda, thanks. Yeah, that no, that's a great way to like kind of segue into the agenda. So the agenda tonight is going to be about kind of Omar's background, running that label, like you said, uh, kind of life at K-Swiss, what that's been like, uh, his perspective on social media and how like it's just changed uh, and where it is today and where it'll be in five years from now. Uh, and then we'll also kind of look at, you know, the K-Swiss side of things. Like, what do you guys look for when you're looking for brand partnerships as well as like figureheads like Gary Vee and Little Jupiter? And then we'll talk about 2019 goals. So it should be about 20, 25 minutes and uh, super excited to kind of dive into this. And yeah, we'll definitely have questions like everyone can ask any questions you have for Omar and then we'll like insert those in. But to kind of start it off, Omar, for anyone that doesn't know what Damn Sun is, like what was that and like what did that represent in terms of like that time period of your life? All right. So I think you're talking about Damn Sun music because um, you cut out. I linked it over here. So anyone that doesn't that does know me knows, uh, or at least has known me for a while, knows that years ago I started a record label, and my co-founder is actually on here, Robo Clip, and um, it, it's called Damn Sun. I'm wearing 
Hey, hey. But to me was like, I, I grew up uh, loving music, and then in my um, kind of short college college years, because I dropped out, what up, DJ, DJ Tips? He, he knows, like, the background on it. Like, before I started my record label, I was DJing a lot, and actually DJ Tips had um, a, a really cool song that I loved that I matched up in, into, like, this... That's this, sick. Like, we, you know, we Collab. Uh, I knew that DJing wasn't necessarily going to be my full-time career because I wasn't producing music, and in order to become like a Diplo or a Skrillex, you need to make your own music. I was aware enough to know that mm. I'm good at finding up-and-coming music or musicians and artists. I think that's just a trade for a DJ because you have to have like the freshest music, at least in my opinion. And so um, that's really what... I just thought was, all right, I can, I could, but I'm not going to start producing, mm-hmm. but I can start a record label, and I have enough friends um, that are talented enough that I would, like, definitely help them out, and vice versa, they would help me out. So, um, Clip, who's on here, uh, he's dropped a couple comments. Uh, when I told him the idea, he was, like, all on board for it. So, he helped me with the stuff that I couldn't do, which was SEO, building a website, coding, and all that shit. Um, what I found and what I like, if anyone, you know, you 10 people listening, the most important thing you could ever do is start your own little business of some sort, um, some sort of side hustle, because you, the doors that will open up for opportunity are like crazy big if, you, if you're willing to put in 110% to your passion project. I know that for me, that was the biggest, biggest thing. Um, you know, everything, everything about starting that label taught me how to, you know, how to trademark a name, what that takes, and how important that is, because immediately we had people wanting that name, and then trying to figure out how to really manage artists and do events and see them all, like, collaborate together, how to license music, what artwork goes well, how to upload music for distribution companies, uh, what up, Hugo? And so Damson to me was like, and it still is like a weird little passion project, mm-hmm. but that was the, you know, that was the biggest, best choice I ever made in my life because it taught me, like I said, everything that I know, including how to shoot photos, including working with K-Swiss four or five years ago. And so that's, you know, a little background on Damson music. As far as like artists, if you guys Google or Spotify, Artists like X and that's X ampersand G. Mm-hmm. Those were the first two artists who have now been on like Ausla, which is oh yeah, that's Josh Pan. They work with Josh Pan, right? Yeah, so X and G. They yeah. were like a, they are his, you know, some of his best producers. Mm-hmm. Where like Josh has dropped a new album, I think it, or it's fire. Small, and like three or four of those songs are produced by X and G. Mm-hmm. So you know, brought them on the label. They met magic right and it's like they're just growing 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 so that's that to me is like so important because they believed in me i believed in them and we're still like you know amazing good friends mm-hmm. but not taking that first all right i'm gonna fucking do this mm-hmm. um wouldn't have happened so yeah nice that's sick yeah no that's that's super dope i i definitely agree like i've been thinking about starting a business for a while now and i've just i'd start a business i've been keeping it low-key until it's like ready to be like launched and really like talked about but i've learned like so much in like literally a month of doing it like how to work with like manufacturers how to like 
think about branding because like when you're doing branding like you always look at other brands and you like see things you like but until you start thinking okay well what do I actually want for my own brand and what do I want to portray it's like a whole nother lens so I totally agree like there's so many different skills and just smart like starting a small business it doesn't have to be like a empire like a huge company um but I think like that's kind of what intimidates people is like they don't realize like it doesn't have to be like you know multi-million dollars um so I know you have like a passion for K-Swiss or you've had a passion for K-Swiss for a while now, you know, before, you know, all the hype now, now that you guys have, um, kind of talk about like what, why, I mean, we're going to get into this in your full podcast interview, but kind of just highlight like why you were so drawn to K-Swiss. If I go, if I go back, I'm just like everyone else where I used to wear K-Swiss in high school or junior high and all that shit. And it's true because they were like the hottest brand when I was growing up. Uh, full disclosure, I'm 30, so I'm a lot older than a, a lot of the, the people, the youngsters over here. <laughs> but five years ago, I think it was, or four years ago, Diplo was approached by K-Swiss to run this campaign that is called The Board. Um, but real quick, just to talk about, you know, just high level, like K-Swiss, social media, everything like that. What do you feel like has been really important in you guys picking, you know, big figureheads from the culture? Because I feel like that's the thing that you guys are doing really well now. I'd say better than some, like a lot of other brands is like you're picking people native to that culture. So like entrepreneurship, everyone looks up to Gary Vee. If you're yeah. into like sneakers, culture, hip hop, you know, Lil Jupiter, like you guys have picked really good people. Yeah, so I can't take, obviously, any credit for that. Um, and I realistically don't know how much I can really disclose. But mm-hmm. I will say that Barney, our brand president, is the one that originally reached out to Gary Vee when Gary had, like, I don't know, 200, 300,000 followers. That's crazy. And just dropped him, you know, just dropped him a line. Um, and, and this is after what I was telling you about the board. Um, and he just saw, like, oh, shit, this is the guy that should be doing this thing. And he just said, hey, what do you think about making the first entrepreneur shoe? That was it. You know, the rest is kind of history. Um, and then as far as, like, entrepreneurs and outfitting the next generation of entrepreneurs, I really think that that's everybody that's trying to pursue their uh, their passion, whether that's video, podcasting, you know, fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, we Like you said, we worked with or are going to be working with Lil Jupiter, and that was through one of our um, other members of the team who reached out to him and kind of saw like, yo, this kid's onto something else. Sneakerhead, we're a sneaker company. Let's, you know, work with him. And then um, that's, you know, for me, I guess I'll just give some nuggets. What I like to do is since I run the social media for K-Swiss is I'm looking for people. Um, I actually just find them natively and I find them through either DMs that they send us, through people liking photos, through like the little community engagement. Mm-hmm. There's so much like, it's, it's crazy when people talk about the community within the comments, like real talk. That's where like you really do find people. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. I mean, so I guess like for you, right? And when you're like looking in terms of like doing influencer marketing, which I'm sure is, is a big part of your job just because you're like, you know, d- like doing the social media stuff. Um, how, how has that been for you? Like in terms of influencers, are you looking for people? Are you trying to convert people like, hey, you should check out K-Swiss? Are you looking for people that are already wearing K-Swiss on their page? No. So um, here's a good example. There's this guy that I was chatting with yesterday. His name's Hella Bay. Mm-hmm. If you like, what up, Lennox? If you look him up, uh, amazing photographer. But we were on the phone last night chatting, and he was like, oh, I thought K-Swiss was a new brand. And yeah. I, you know, I was just cracking up. That's and then funny. He's like, but then my grandma told me that she used to wear K-Swiss. And so that's, you know, that's so key. The fact that someone who's young and hip 
has no clue what K-Swiss is, Mm -hmm. it's like perfect, right? It's like a fresh opportunity. And so I never look at, um, for people that already fuck with K-Swiss, I mean, if they do, like, hell yeah, like, keep, keep it coming. But what I look for is like, all right, we have a shoe coming out. It, you know, the Apollo shoe is the best example. That one's and fire. That shoe, and I knew that it was like forward thinking. And so I thought, all right, instead of using the same kind of influencers that we work with, which are usually like pretty people with lots of following and, you know, you get the, the cliche shit where it's like, hey, beautiful day because of my water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not into that. And so I reached out to people that I was like, wow, they, they just are amazing creatives. They don't have a lot of following, but, you know, they have good good engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent them a message and I was like, hey, I love your photos. Here's three examples of the ones that I like. Would love to send you these shoes. Mm-hmm. Create this. And that's how I do it. And it lets people, um, to me, you know, it, it lets people realize that their, their work is worth, you know, a lot. And... <laughs> it just gives them an opportunity to create for a brand and it gives the brand a fresh look that maybe they haven't had in a while, right? From uh, Instagram, quote unquote, influencer to someone that you could, you know, search a hashtag fatal frames or something like that. And you find like, you know, these crazy pages of amazing photos. That's the kind of people that personally I, you know, I fuck with. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, and that's a good point. I feel like influencer marketing could relate to a lot of people maybe even listening to this podcast because like kind of goes back to what you said um, in terms of like when you started Damn Sun and like recommending that people just smart, start like a small business. Uh, I feel like influencer marketing, you know, is a good way to go for some people who are starting brands because you can find those smaller niche influencers that, you know, are probably might cost you less than running like Facebook or Google ads. I guess for you, how have you been sourcing your influencers? Do you use hashtags? Do you have like your own, like just you're just scouring in, in other people's comments or what has that process been like for you? Yeah, so um, here's a little hack for you. Let's Hackers, do it. If you want the hack. Um, I actually, I've, I've looked at some influencers that I'm like, oh, wow, these guys gave us some good shit. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, but they're not the one behind the lens. So I actually try to find the, the people that shoot their photos. And then I'll reach out to them because I'm like, they're the ones that are really creating. They're the ones that are editing. They're the ones that are doing like a lot of the work. And I fuck with that. Like if you work and you're creative, then let's, you know, let's see what we can do together. And that's what I look for. The bonus is we've already worked with a model that they're working with. So maybe we get to like double dip. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Cause like, yeah, you already have like, they already have that connection. It's like a triangle. Okay. And you're going from like the, I guess the center point. I like that. Um, and so in terms of, so I'm trying to look, okay. For the 2019 Omar, I know you have an event. So looking forward to 2019, don't want to take up too much of your time. What do you see in store for the brand as well as for yourself? Like, you know, where do you want to take, I guess, what are some personal goals that you have, I guess, for your own career as well as that you want to see within K-Swiss? Too many goals. <laughs> um, personal goals are to really learn and understand how I can be the best value and asset for K-Swiss. And that's, to me, that's learning how to be super efficient with my time. Um, if if I want to be the best community manager and run uh, the social media, I want to learn how to do it efficiently, but then I want to 
be completely overwhelmed. So that gives me an excuse for um, us to hire someone else. And then therefore I can have a social media team. That means that I'm doing my job right. That means that Caseless is growing. And then that way um, I'll be able to much love Kate. And then that way I'll be able to uh, help the next guy out. And that's, to me, that's the ultimate thing. Personal goal is always like, how can I be better so I can help the next guy be better? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I guess I just want to give anyone uh, who's watching this or listening to this right now an opportunity to ask any questions if you want. Uh, We'll just give it like, I don't know. If anyone has a question, definitely drop it below. Let, you know, your questions fly for Omar. I guess, Omar, I also wanted to ask you, like, how's it been? working i think people see k-swiss also want to talk about this they see that k-swiss is this big brand right in terms of the fact that you guys have been around for a while you know you guys are killing it on instagram getting huge influencers i know uh just from talking with you it seems like you guys are somewhat of a small team i guess how big is the is the la team in fact right now let me just give you guys a little peek because not too many people are here (laughs) do it inside inside peek into the k-swiss headquarters Okay. All right. That's your whole office. Like marketing team, mm-hmm. design team, um, and then like customer service area, which is actually where I sit right over there. Um, wow. That's crazy. That's pretty much like the extent of it. To be honest with you, it's like it's a big company, but it, it's not like a big team, and I think that's what makes us feel more like family. Mm. It's what makes us work together, and it's, like, the best to know that you can only go up from here. Yeah. Know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so we have a question. What hurdles did K-Swiss endure this year that you all overcame? That's a great question. That is a great question. Greg. Greg. Shout out, Greg. Greg. Um, again, and I don't know um, how much I can officially say for K-Swiss because I'm not like a spokesperson for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think just like any brand the over that's that's on the come up again is you have to overcome, and this is just my own two cents, right? You have to overcome what people used to know about you. Mm-hmm. And you have to think like a startup. And the team has to buy into the vision. And I think that's always the biggest hurdle in any company is the team. If they don't if the team doesn't work together well and if the team doesn't buy into the vision, it's a lot harder to progress. And um, so I think that is always a hurdle within a company. And I, th- I really believe that the team is all, for the most part, I would say like everybody <laughs> is aligned. And that's great. That means that like the company is only going to go forward with the right mindset. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's totally true, right? With any like, especially because I honestly don't know Omar because we like recently met. So I don't know if I'm paying more attention to K-Swiss now, like, because I don't know, like I I look up to you and I'm like, I want to see what Omar's doing at K-Swiss. 
or if it's the fact that you guys are really just like again picking really good influencers but i don't know the more like i ever since i started following k-swiss i've only grown to like them more it's not like it's declined in any way yeah so i feel like i i don't know if this is a new direction you guys are heading in um it seems like it in terms of like the recent influencers that you're bringing on and working with and so yeah shout out to you you're doing a great job the whole team is doing a great job um but yeah i can imagine like i don't know what you guys were known as before but i guess i can kind of fall in that same boat as that person that you mentioned earlier where you're like okay swiss like i knew they were a brand before but i guess to me they're you know gaining more and more relevancy and it's just it's really cool to see some uh, like a well-known brand just grow up again yeah i mean you said it best and the cool part is in my opinion is like it's you have to think like an entrepreneur with the company right it's like it's a startup for how big it is it's still a startup at least in my mind and so that means um learning how to multitask and a whole bunch of different things and that's willing to work a little bit longer that's willing to do you know always go the extra mile because you're thinking long term uh, that's that's the best mentality to have anywhere and that's how the company thinks yeah Definitely, definitely. You got to put in those hours. So thank you so much, Omar, for coming on the Real Talk series. We did it. I'm so happy we got to do this. Um, yeah, so we definitely rolled with the punches. want to shout out Omar. Check out his page. Check out the CEO's Wear Sneaker Cases podcast. It's super legit. Love the people that they're highlighting on there. And yeah, guys, have a good 2019. I might or might not live stream next week. But yeah, Omar, do you have anything you want to say before we sign off? I do. I want to do another, like a real one, like you and I. Maybe we can do it through the Modi app and like record um, that. And then let's put it out. You know, it's um, you're, you're a badass. Let's like, do it. There's what, four people. One of them might be my mom and then me, you, and then Greg. <laughs> I'm down. But for real, it's like, I think what you're doing as far as like just, you said 12 weeks, that's amazing. The fact that you're doing something for 12 weeks is not easy. That's repetition. That's consistency. And I think that I really believe, I don't think, I really believe that consistency is key in everything. Consistency has led me here. And if I'm consistent, it'll take me, you know, to the next level that I want to go to. So just be consistent, be persistent at learning and just do something that you're passionate about. Even and don't, you know, start without thinking about, oh, I can make money doing this. Just start doing something that's not work related and you'd be surprised what you learn about yourself and other things. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Omar. Um, yeah, that was sick. I, I would definitely just want to say, like, real quick, Josh the Josh Luber is the guy who started StockX, and he worked at IBM and was, like, a data guy, right? Just just off of what you said. And in his free time, he was, like, a sneakerhead. So he would, like, do research statistics. He ran a blog. And then, whatever, long story short, he ends up working with uh, the guy that owns, like, half of Michigan. I forget what his name is right now. But... Um, and he bought out and then they created StockX, which is now like a multi-million dollar company. And so that just starts like goes to show you like what you can build from an idea, like which was literally him just doing like data analytics on sneaker reselling to now a multi multi-million dollar company that, you know, he's the CEO of. So I totally agree. You should like sometimes you want to find a strategic way to insert the money, but I don't think it's always the smartest idea to follow the money right off the bat. Well, thank you so much, Omar. 
everyone this will be uh, live as a podcast or this will be available as a podcast on friday and you can watch it for the next 24 hours on my story as well as i'll upload it to youtube also peace yeah. out thank you Bye.